Hey everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to the Broad Street Hockey Facebook Live post game. My name is Bill Matz. I'm your director of fun and games from the evening. I am joining you from what is clearly not my recording studio. Uh, some of you may know I moved this weekend. Uh, I am back in the great city of Philadelphia, as this uh, picture up here on the wall will tell you. Uh, yeah, so I don't have my recording studio or anything set up yet. Uh, just got in here on Friday, and I've, we've been crazy running around all weekend. So uh, don't have any of that set up. So I'm coming to you live from my living room. Um, let's get going here. That was a fun game, right? I thought the Flyers uh, did a pretty good job in the first period. In the second, uh, I think they were seriously outplayed. And then, um, you know, in the third, they come out real hard. JVR gets that goal at the end. All those people who uh, really were hating on JVR last time I was in here, I guess they've had a rough, like, 48 hours, 72 hours, whatever it's been. Because that dude uh, scores goals. He scores goals, and that's what he's here to do. Oh, we need a goal scorer. We need a goal scorer. And then, you know, we want to get rid of the guy who scores a ton of goals because he doesn't do other stuff, too. Like, that's crazy to me. But uh, he came through. Of course, Couturier, three seconds left in overtime. Burry's the winner. Um uh, interesting, just a weird, some weird stuff. A couple of too many men penalties tonight on the Flyers. Uh, the Pens got one too. Just, um, I thought it was a pretty well played game overall. Uh, but some just weird mistakes by both teams. Low scoring. How many times have we seen a, a Flyers, a Flyers Penguins game be zero zero through forty minutes? That's craziness. Uh, great to see Carter Hart. Back on his game, I mean, um, yeah, we, we know he's good. We definitely knew he was going to be good. Wasn't really sure. I wasn't really sure what we were going to get out of him for the rest of this season, just considering the injury and coming back from it and his timing. He looked a little rusty last time out, but came back tonight and looked damn good. Uh, some some huge stops, made a breakaway stop, a few saves against Crosby. Um, I really can't complain about Carter Hart whatsoever tonight. Uh, just a real. I thought that was just a fun game to watch. Outside of the second period, where the Flyers were just um, just just outplayed, thoroughly outplayed in the second. I thought they were right there with Pittsburgh the whole time. And uh, hey, man, like the description of the show says, if we can't make the playoffs, I'll take some fun comeback wins against the Penguins because that's always a good time beating them, no matter what the uh, no matter what the standings say. It's just fun to beat the Penguins. Uh, I don't really have a whole lot tonight. Uh, we'll uh, we'll see what you all have to say, but let's uh, let's get to your stuff. Yeah, just a lot of praise for Sean Couturier. I mean, he's the man. He's really coming to his own. Uh, they talked about it on the broadcast. How you know he was a ninety-six point guy a couple of times in uh, when he was playing junior. It takes a little bit maybe to develop into the um, into the offensive player he's become, but. Damn, is he really good. We, we talked about it on this show on the last uh, Broad Street Hockey Radio last week. Um, offhand, I say a lot, just referring to Claude Giroux. I'll just say, oh, yeah, he's the best player on the team. Is he? Is he still? And I'm not trying to slight Giroux in any way. I'm just saying how good Sean Couturier has really become. All right, let's uh, scroll down here. JVR missed 16 games and scored his 25th goal. He's he's killing it. He's absolutely killing it. 3-1 series uh, against the Penguins this season. I'll take it. Yeah, man, they've struggled with the Penguins the last few years, so I was really happy to at least uh, reestablish that we are a rival of theirs. It's uh, 
It, it was a back and forth series for a while. I just felt like the Penguins kind of outclassed them more recently. Uh, but this year, can't complain about the Flyers' effort against the Pens. Congrats on the move. Thank you, Brian. Yeah, JVR, how about him? Give Carter Hart the next 9 out of 10 starts home. <laughs> Uh, only one set of back-to-backs next weekend, and ride the kid to a nine-hole-in-one finish. Um, I'm I'm cool just seeing what he has. Let's test him. Uh, I don't I don't hate it. Uh, yes, he's coming back from an injury, but it's not like he's got an injury history. It's not like he's had a crazy workload or anything this season. So um, maybe not nine out of ten, but I'd have no problem playing him seven or eight out of these uh, out of ten. Uh, no problem whatsoever. Just put him in different situations. I wouldn't mind seeing him play in a back-to-back. Just give him every opportunity to get reps and uh, just get better. Absolutely. Hart looked fantastic. Absolutely agree. Have you ever seen a double review both overturned before? I think on the broadcast they said, I don't know if it's the first time there was ever a double review, but I think on the broadcast they said it was the first time that one uh, like worked out where both were overturned. That was embarrassing for the officials, huh? Like they call a phantom, they allow an offside, just totally miss a pretty blatant offside, and then call a phantom goalie interference. Uh, Jay Voracek was several, like a full step outside of the crease, and uh, there didn't appear to be any contact with uh, with Murray whatsoever. They call him for goalie interference, wave it off, that gets overturned. Penguins challenge for the offside. Oh, yep, it was offside too. So just a real embarrassing sequence for the officials who appeared to have no idea what was going on for about 25 seconds. I'm fine with not making the playoffs this season, uh, but, uh, yeah, it, it feels good to beat the Pens. It absolutely does. It's it, No matter where they are in the standings, either team, it's good to beat the Penguins. It's, it's, just, it's, their, it's the game they get the most up for. In hindsight, are you happy with the last couple of months, or should we have stuck with the lose for Hughes? Here's the thing. If they had continued to suck, um, what would we think of Nolan Patrick? What would we think of Travis Konechny? What would we think of Oscar Lindblom? Uh, What would we think of Travis Sanheim and Phil Myers? If they continued being the last place team they were for the first few months of the season, Getting Jack Hughes would be great, but what would he be playing with? A bunch of guys who aren't good enough to be better than the Senators? Like, while, yeah, it would be awesome to win a lottery and get another top two pick, I it makes it's better for the team in the long run for these guys to have shown how good they are to continue to develop, to get these opportunities, um, and then you can go out this offseason and continue to add to this roster. That's that's the point they're at now. I, as much as I would love a Capo Caco or a uh, or Jack Hughes, uh, I'd just rather have all the guys we have. One 18-year-old isn't going to change this franchise as much as a whole group of youngsters coming around together. Yeah, absolutely. The future does look very bright. We have no right to win that. It's a beautiful thing. You know, I didn't... I, Outside of the second period, I thought they were right there with them. I thought they outplayed the Pens for the most part in the third. I thought the first period was pretty even, and they scored in overtime. So I, I really didn't see it that way. Not to get overly not to get overly excited over JVR's scoring run, but if they had a 2C, maybe Hughes or Duchesne, and 
he, uh, JVR, uh, stays healthy. I think JVR can be a 35 to 40 goal guy. I don't know. I mean, he had 36 last year, so it's possible. Um, but uh, my whole part of my real desire, my number one priority in my mind for the Flyers this offseason is to add that center um, to pair with JVR. He's a guy that you see when he's out there with good players, he finishes. Um, you know, I, I like the way the rest of the roster shakes out, and I think it's really uh, a luxury to be able to have maybe Lindblom play those second line minutes uh, and JVR stick to that, you know, 14, 15 minutes that he was at last year. He scored the 36 goals, but I uh, get the power play one time, obviously. He wasn't on power play one most of or at least for about half of this year. He missed some time, and they messed with the power play configuration and everything. Um, uh, I, I just think it's a real luxury to be able to have that guy and put him in the situations he's best at and not have to play in first-line minutes. Whether it's second or third, you'll, you'll be able to debate depending on, you know, how uh, how each game individually goes. But playing him like 15 minutes a night and getting him his power play time and just putting him with a center who can uh, who can create in the offensive zone for him, it's going to end up being a very good signing, as it already has been. Will we have to wait until they are officially out to see Sam Moran? I, I have no idea what's going on with Samuel Moran at this point. Um your guess is as good as mine. Uh, as as bad as Haig has been for a lot of uh, for a lot of the second half of the season, you would think we would have seen Samuel Moran get a shot by now. But I guess they won't don't want to be giving a guy a shot, you know, during what was a playoff race. I don't believe it's still to be going on. Uh, I kind of think it's over. I thought after the Washington game that was it. And then, you know, they blow the lead against Toronto. I believe Craig joined you for postgame for that one. But now uh, now I think it's it's really over. If they would have fired Haxtell and Hextall a month before, they'd be in better. They'd be in the playoffs. I, I don't know, man. Like, I, I, this team has gotten off to slow starts with other coaches. They've gone on runs with other coaches. Uh, I would love to be able to blame Dave Haxtell for all the ills of the world, but... Uh, this team has uh, an issue with slow starts and that sort of stuff. So I can't necessarily say it was just the coach. While I will say the coach has his issues, it's not why they were a last-place team for you know at one point this season. Does the coach get re-signed for next season? I still don't think. Uh, I still don't think they rip the interim tag off of them until they have a until they have an answer from Quenville. And listen, like I keep saying over and over. If Plenville doesn't want the job, because to me it's his job uh, if he wants it, but if he doesn't want it, then I think it just has to – I want an interview process. I want a bunch of different people with a bunch of different perspectives to come in and give their take on this team, if for no other reason than to give Fletcher and Holmgren uh, a different idea, even if it's someone they don't end up hiring, someone they don't think – someone they think is a long shot for the job, but comes in and has a unique perspective that maybe they didn't think about uh, with uh, how to take this team forward, um, that, that can only help. It can only help to get a bunch of different people in here. Uh, but after that interview process, if they go, we believe the man for the job is Scott Gordon, I will have no problem whatsoever with that. But um, if it's not Q, I want there to be an interview process. Carter Hart kept us alive. Phenomenal showing for the kid. 
Yeah, I'm glad he gets to come back and try to finish this thing off. Like I said, I think the playoff race is over, but uh, he jump-started us, man. He, he breathed life into this franchise and this fan base that was uh, on life support uh, right before his call-up. And I'm glad he's going to be a, he's able to come back and finish this thing off. Isn't Frost that center? I have no idea if Frost is any good or not. He might be, but he's a prospect. Prospects are just that. If he ends up being that good, then we just have more great players. That's awesome. But I can't depend on a 20-year-old kid, 18-year-old kid. Like, it's just, I can't. I, how long ago did we think we were going to be seeing Travis Sandheim and we're just starting to see him? Like, you know, I, I can't do it. JVR is starting to look like Keith Primo. I don't know about that. Um, Keith Primo was an elite two-way center. Um but uh, he's scoring some big goals for us. Hart really handled the puck very well tonight and limited rebounds. He's really starting to get used to the NHL. Yeah, there was going to be a, um, you know, there was going to be a, an adjustment period. And I thought there would be times where he gets lit up, and he has been. But I always, the thing I've heard about this kid, the thing that always was said that makes him special is um, his maturity, his ability to learn, his, uh, all the things, his just composure and his poise. All those things are what separate him, and it's why I thought he'd be able to get it together. And even with the, you know, not the best start uh, in, his, in his first game back against Washington, comes out tonight against Pittsburgh, and is just absolutely amazing. That was the season, straight up, and we got it done, and Hart stood on his head. <sighs> I don't, I mean, it, to them it is. Yes, you're right in the fact that to them, uh, it's that is the season on the line tonight. It's your biggest rival. Uh, you've lost two in a row. If you lose, it really is over. Um, but to me, it's it was over on Thursday. Everyone can thank Carter Hart for that one. Kept us in it when we had a dead second period. Made all the big saves when we needed him. Great outing. Couldn't agree more. Let's take a moment to appreciate the fact the only game the Pens beat the Flyers this season was due to the Flyers getting robbed. I don't even remember that one. God damn it, I keep clicking something. <laughs> We've needed Moran and Goldborn playing since the start of the season. The team is pathetically soft. Oh my God, some people just... Uh, love you. I thought Gordon said until they are out of the race, Moran will be the eighth defenseman. Maybe that's, I didn't hear it, but I have no idea. It would make sense. That's how most coaches would handle that situation, but I, I just didn't hear that. If Moran ever gets played, he's going to be under too much pressure and make mistakes. Been too long at this point. I don't know how you came to that conclusion. There's basically no pressure on him at this point. No one thinks he's any good. What pressure is there? What a play by Provy, making that diving stop against Dumoulin when the net was empty. That was freaking gigantic. I'm just sitting here yelling at my television, got to get there, got to get there, and he makes that dive. I mean, that's the game. That's if He doesn't knock that away. JVR's goal, it doesn't tie it. It's, it's huge. Do you think Frost will be NHL ready? I mean, my dream is Patrick on top line with G, Coots on second line, uh, third, hopefully Lawton. I don't like Lawton on the third line. Uh, I want I want Giroux and Couturier together. I think that's the best route for them. Um, the Frost NHL ready? I, my gut says no. At least 
maybe he just goes down to get some seasoning. I think there's a very good chance he gets the Giroux treatment um, where he comes up right after Christmas. I believe Giroux got his uh, his ultimate call up on uh, on December 26th. Um, I think the same thing could be very possible with uh, could be very possible with Frost. I would love for I would love nothing more than for Morgan Frost to make this team out of training camp. That would be awesome. Um, he looked like he was a little ways away last year, though. Um, I, I, my gut's telling me he's going to take at least half a season in the AHL. Now just throw all of the money at Carlson in the offseason, and we're good. Um, you know I'd love it. Um, defense isn't the top priority for me right now, but Carlson is just that special player. And I do believe he's someone you kind of have to manage. Um I'm not in my tent, and I have the freaking game on, so I keep looking up. Vegas just scored on Edmonton, and I'm like, oh, okay. Right. This is why I've secluded myself in my recording tent, uh, so I don't get distracted by the television. But anyway, yeah, uh, Carlson, that's what we were talking about. Um, you know, defense is not my top priority, but Carlson is that special player that I, I would absolutely love to sign him, and I do believe he's someone you kind of have to manage at this point in terms of uh, his ice time and his games played, at least in the first half of the year, because I want the guy ready to go for the stretch drive in the playoffs. Uh, if he comes in and only plays 70 games a year, that wouldn't bother me, as long as he's a top three defenseman in the league um, in those 70 games plus the playoffs. Is Carter Hart the first goalie in your lifetime that can steal games? He's so good already. Uh, Boosh was awesome that first year, man. Brian Boucher was the... He was the man that first year. Uh, but uh, Sergei Bobrovsky had that huge rookie year, too. I mean, that was a team dying for a goaltender. He wore down down the stretch, uh, and that was a shame. Uh, but that first three quarters of the season, he was phenomenal. But Carter Hart just, man, he just looks like something special, doesn't he? He just looks like uh, the answer to all of our problems. Is there any way possible for Fletcher to fire Holmgren? No. Holmgren is Fletcher's boss. Hey, Mikey, what's up? My season tickets went up 24%. Of course they did. The price of everything goes up. It's like a couple bucks a game. You'll live. Or don't get them anymore if it's that big an issue. Like I, The prices of everything go up all the time. I don't mind Gordon, but there are better options uh, out there. Quenville, McClellan, Tippett, Vigneault, Keefe are all guys I'd rather the Flyers bring in as the head coach next year. I love Quenville. Um, I think Keith is interesting. And McClellan does nothing for me. Tippett does nothing for me. Vigneault does nothing for me. Uh, Vigneault. I, I, I'll take that back. I consider Vigneault. Um, Todd McClellan, eh, I'm good on him. Tippett, no thanks. Um, but I'd absolutely consider the other three. Would you say Carter Hart has helped the Flyers to get back on the map of relevance for Philadelphia sports? Yeah, absolutely. Um, because your casual fans, what do you hear out of them? Oh, yeah, no goalie, huh? Weird. Uh, like when, when a casual Philly fan just hears that, oh, wow, we have a goalie, huh? Like that's something, that, that's something new, you know? So, yeah, absolutely. Why play Elliott? The guy couldn't stop a beach ball. I mean, that's just wrong. He's usually pretty good. This team could really be something with Hart. Should be an exciting offseason. 
It's the most important Flyers offseason in a long, long time. Uh, they have cap space. They have a few of their own guys that need extensions. And uh, they have some holes that they need to fill. And there's plenty of players available to fill them. So it is going to be a, a very important and fun offseason, hopefully. Thoughts on Hartman so far? I think he's a good bottom six player. Um, ideally, next year he's on my uh, he's on my fourth line, and it's a really good fourth line with Scott Lawton and you know someone they bring in, or if Albay Bell is good enough, or uh, someone like that. That's that's awesome. Um, but right now, I just think of him as a nice fourth liner. Oh, the loss to the Penguins when they blew the play dead. They still wouldn't have won that game. I mean, they just lost. It, it happens. How about when Hart lost his mask and no whistle was blown? I do believe he picked it right up as play was going the other way and put it back on. So, Did Sanheim and Konechny come to the organization at the same time? No. Sanheim was drafted in 2014. Konechny was drafted in 2017. There are 10 games left. When does Talbot start a game or even back up? I guess that's, um, it's probably like a Samuel Moran situation, right? Where they just go, when we're out of it, you'll get your time. I guess that's the, uh, I guess that's the thought there. Bill, do you think Jeff Skinner would be a better free agent option instead of Panarin? Um, I don't think a better option. I'd prefer Panarin. But if they ended up with Jeff Skinner, I would have no complaints. That wouldn't be something that I would be disappointed about in any way. Um, but my preference between those two is Artem and Panarin. This Talbot thing is a mystery. Another mystery, what is Elliot's secret to wooing coaches into falling in love with him? Elliot's usually pretty good. You can't overplay him, which they have. But Elliot is usually pretty good when he plays. If Frost makes the team next year, means we didn't get anybody in free agency, or he beats somebody out. I mean, it's possible he takes a job. And if he's a he, if he's on a third-line wing and not playing center because you actually got a good, competent NHL center to play in your middle six, um, that's, uh, <laughs> that's a good problem to have. Wayne Gretzky's at the Golden Knights game, fun fact. Uh, well, he's, uh, you know... His wife probably wants to make some bets. You know, it wasn't him. Definitely wasn't him. It was his wife. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's probably uh, got a little action on the game. Why not? It's legal. Boosh will always have a special place in my heart. That, uh... Ah, oh, man. That team that blew the 3-1 lead over over uh, over the Devils was... Uh, I love that team so damn much. If only the Flyers were run like... The Klingon ships, then Fletcher could fire Homer for incompetence. I, I don't know what that means. I'll always love Boosh. I was at game six against Boston after he got hurt and teared up on the Jumbotron. It was so sad. It was a bummer, man. Uh, I just freaking... Uh, Leighton was so damn good in that Eastern Conference final against Montreal, though. So I can't, can't fully blame him. I can't say I wish we had Boosh for the whole thing. But... Ah, Boosh could have come back for the freaking Stanley Cup final. It would have been awesome. Bill, did you read the hockey news story about Fletcher has told people uh, he plans to go after Rantanen and Johansson with offer sheets, if need be, in hope of unloading some prospects and roster changes? Um, I Jesus, man, nothing. I would go nuts if we got Miko Rantanen. Um, 
Braden Point to me, as I've said a million times, is the one I think you could actually poach uh, because of Tampa Bay's cap situation. And if not, you take advantage of them having to move some pieces so they can fit in Braden Point. Uh, but yeah, if they went out and got Miko Rantney, I'd lose my mind. Why did we trade Stoli? He was our second best goalie if Talbot is not going to play. I mean, he's not the second best goalie, and he was leaving. He was leaving as a free agent. Uh, they brought in Talbot. They didn't really have another option. Uh, it's kind of a pointless trade at this point, but you know, they still might keep Talbot. And Anthony Stolarz was not going to be guaranteed an NHL roster spot next year, so he was going to leave. Yeah, that was hilarious when uh, Pierre called Crosby's turnover an unorthodox breakout attempt. That shit was straight up. That was some of the most Pierre stuff ever. Just throws it blindly up the middle. Uh, to, I believe Couturier picked it off. He's the unorthodox breakout. <laughs> that was just a giveaway. <laughs> Jesus. Like, oh, my God. Elliot is not good. Look at the numbers. Yes, that's exactly what I judge him by, his numbers. They're pretty decent, dude. Like, I, I, I don't know what to I, I, My God. They're pretty good. Is Frost likelier to translate to being a winger in the NHL? I know TK used to be a center in juniors, and the Flyers moved him to wing because of his size, with Frost being a similar stature. The Flyers do the same thing. Uh, it's not so much about size to me. It's just about ability to play defense. Like, to me, playing center in junior, it's like playing shortstop or center field in when you're a kid in baseball. It's just where you put your best player. Like, oh, yeah, he was a former shortstop. Now he's a right fielder. Well, yeah, he ended up in Major League Baseball. Of course he was a shortstop. Like, that's just where you put your best players. Like, you put him at those premier positions. Travis Konechny, excellent player. So you put him at center. It's just where he belongs out there against players who are not as good as him. Um, if Frost has a strong enough two-way game, his, his size won't matter at all. Uh, I would still always want uh, – I always like a line with two guys who are capable of playing center, no matter which one is determined the actual centerman. Um, but I, I don't think his size will be much of a hindrance. It's more just about developing a strong two-way game at the NHL level. Travis Kelly is not very good defensively. Who said Brian Elliott was a Vezina Trophy candidate? Said he's pretty good. You can't overplay him. When he plays on a normal schedule for a tandem goaltender, he's got like a 920-some save percentage. You just can't overplay him because you can't overplay any goalie in this league. Like, if you're looking for a Vezina Trophy goalie, you're probably not going to find one. That's why, like, the same couple of goalies win it every year. People that don't watch closely think Elliott is bad because when he has a bad night, he gets torched for six. They don't notice his good games because he's not flashy. Always ends up right around 9-15, which is above average for the NHL. Yeah, he's fine. I don't want him back next year simply because I don't think he can stay healthy at his age. And I want someone who can I who can guarantee me 40-ish starts next year because I only want – if Carter Hart can just take over and be a freaking dominant goaltender and start 50 games, awesome. But I don't expect that from him – you know, in his extended rookie year, basically, next year. Uh, so I want someone who can split the time with him. And Brian Elliott, I just don't think, can stay healthy. Maybe Cam Talbot can be that guy. Talbot or Elliott, who do you think uh, signs here next year if you had to choose today? 
If I'm just choosing between those two, it's Talbot right now. Uh, there's some other interesting names out there, but I don't know how much of a commitment I want to make because it's always possible that Carter Hart is just awesome from day one and becomes that number one goalie 50-plus game starter for you. Um, but I do want the ability to play someone 40, 42 games, whatever it is next year, uh, because how many 20, 21-year-old goalies start 50 games? Not a ton. All right, guys. Uh, I think that's pretty much it tonight. We didn't have a whole lot to talk about. It was a fun game, absolutely incredibly fun game to watch, I thought, uh, considering the final was 2-1. to one. Uh, I thought it was really back and forth. A lot of really good stretches of um, uninterrupted hockey. I love continuous play. Love when there aren't many whistles, and we got a lot of that at different points tonight. Uh, of course, they make the comeback. JVR gets the goal with 18 seconds left uh, in the third. Couturier gets that goal with uh, three seconds left in overtime. Just uh, I, 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 like I said, I don't think they're making the playoffs. I just think I think it's over now. I was holding out hope for the longest time. But the, uh, I thought the Washington game really sealed it. And then Toronto was kind of the nail in the coffin. But I'm happy to see they're still resilient. They're still fighting. I think that says a lot about this team now. Um, you know, this was a big one. Hope they keep it up because I'm, I don't care about draft picks anymore. I'm over it. Uh, I just want to see all the guys who I think are going to be a part of the future continue to produce. And that's just my takeaway from this one. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this post game. We will go back to the original format of, you know, 45 minutes, an hour, once I get the studio set up, hopefully for next game. It shouldn't be too much longer. But thank you for hanging out. Thank you for watching live. Uh, be sure to subscribe to the podcast feed, whether it's on iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts, you can find Broad Street Hockey. Every post game is on the feed. All of our BSH radio episodes fly purbly, checking out the competition. It's some really good stuff, so check it out. Uh, thanks for joining me. Have a great week, everybody. Happy St. Patrick's Day as well. <laughs>